don't think it can happen to you. The hit and run chase in California, a motorcycle rider witnessing a driver slam into several cars and then speeding away. It can happen to you within seconds, a blink of an eye. Tonight about the man suspected of killing a woman in a hit and run and his plan to evade justice. When you take your eyes off the road for just seconds, when you're driving your car, oh, yes, it can happen to you. See, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. When the sands of time will run out within your hourglass. New at 10, a hit and run caught on video, and now a teenager and his family are looking for the driver who took off. He was a victim of a distracted driver hitting the road while riding his motorcycle going 65 miles per hour. He nearly lost his life. Now on a crusade to help save lives and prevent someone else from becoming a victim, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com and now the host of this podcast, it's Howard Drescher. All right, welcome to another show of DistractedDriversBusted.com, the podcast show. I am your host, Howard Drescher, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com, and of course, now this podcast show. It is undeniably a reason I am here. There is no way that anybody can say that I should not be here today. There are too many stories out there to be told, and I'm here to tell you. I am your host, Howard Drescher, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com. And of course, now this podcast show, you can follow me on Facebook at DistractedDB. And of course, on Twitter, it's at DistractedDBTV. And of course, to listen to all the podcast shows that I have done before, past, present, and what I'm going to possibly be doing in the future, eh, you can go to iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Google Podcasts. Just type in the keyword DistractedDB. Hey, tonight we have our, at least today, I guess I should say, uh, well, we have ABC7 New York checking in and uh, a station in Detroit. Uh, I want to thank them for checking in. That will be uh, stories that I have coming up a little bit later on. Also, too, KTLA Channel 5 has always hit me hard with a lot of good stories, and I appreciate that. But here, these stories are not good. These are not good when you're dealing with death, destruction, Things have got to change. We are driving ourselves into death. Believe it or not, we are driving ourselves into death and we don't even know it. How many times have I mentioned this before in the past? Just check out your local news, either early morning, late at night, or like six, seven o'clock at night, whenever your local news might be on. And what is usually the topic of discussion? What is on their breaking news stories? There was a hit and run. There was a DUI. There's a four-car crash over here. There's somebody that lost their life while they were jogging. There's somebody who lost their life while they're riding a, a bicycle and they got hit. A motorcycle crashed down. It's happening over and over and over again. It just never seems to end. I don't understand it. The more and more I talk about it, the less people are paying attention. People are driving, they're angry. They're very angry lately as they get behind the wheel. They're angry either at the government, they're angry at society, they're angry that they're not working, they're angry about the COVID-19, they're angry about something and they just have to blow off steam. And what do they do? They get behind the wheel and just take it out on the first person or whatever they see. 
because I've seen it. I have actually seen it. Road rage is not a very nice and pretty thing. I have, tell, I have told you this. I'm always usually pretty calm and cool behind the wheel because I know my driving abilities. But I can tell you this. Last night going home, I was so upset because I'm driving down the 57 freeway and we're only going about 30 or 40 miles an hour. And this lady cuts in front of me. And then as we keep driving just a little bit farther, we come to a stop because traffic is stop and go in California, uh, whether it's a 91, 57, uh, any 405, any you name the freeway, it's a stop and go situation. It's very rare. You have to be up at like 2 or 3 in the morning in order to get a smooth drive however you want to go and wherever you want to go. But I was driving home. The lady pulled in front of me, and we come to a stop. And as, as people are weaving in and out of traffic a little bit, all of a sudden, the vehicle in front of her was just moving forward and forward. And I'm sitting there, and I'm looking, and I'm looking, and I see the lady through the mirror. And she has her head down. And I can see she kind of glances up a little bit and then just kind of bounces her head back down. She was obviously texting because the bus that was in front of her, which was the vehicle that was in front of her, had moved almost a half a mile before she started to move. And other cars were cutting in and out and cutting in front of her, and she was just not moving. Of course. She probably believes she's a privileged one. But I almost lost my cool. I just ended up going around her. I kind of glanced at her a little bit, and she flips me off like I did something wrong. She was the one that was freaking texting and driving. Actually, she wasn't even driving. She was just texting, not even moving. What am I talking about? But she made it uncomfortable for everybody around her because she just started beeping the horn and driving up the 57 freeway looking at me and looking at other people around her. These are the kind of people that I'm talking about. These are the kind of crazies that don't need to be on the highway anymore. And remember, at least out here in California, I cannot you know, say for other states, they did away with their driver education. Can we bring that back? Somebody needs to instill a little bit of discipline and what can happen when you get behind the wheel. Now, nowadays, it's like they get, they, they get their license out of a Cracker Jack box. And if that's the case, I don't want to be on the road with these guys. I really don't. But yet, it still happens. I'm on the road with these guys because I'm going to work and I'm coming back home or I'm driving to a store. And I see it. No matter any time you come to a red light, people stop. They pick up their phone the first thing and they start clicking away. Click, 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 click. I'm like, what the hell are they doing? What is so freaking important? People's payroll not done yet? You didn't get your shopping list done? Or else they're doing makeup. For the women out there, you're doing makeup. I've watched the girl do all sorts of makeup. Now, the guys, you're not, you're not, you're not, you, you, no, no, no. You are not free and clear on this one because I've seen people shave with the electric razors as they're driving down the road. I've seen people eating, drinking, you know, it just does it end. I don't think it does. I don't think it does. All right, lots to talk about today. Lots to talk about today. 
Uh, hopefully we get all our stories in. I appreciate everybody who's listening to me on the East Coast, on the West Coast, overseas. Canada's checking in. Japan is checking in. I got I got people in London now following me, and I appreciate that. I got people in all sorts of countries. I got the Philippines checking in. I've got all sorts of states checking in. New York is checking in. Detroit's checking in. Obviously, California's checking in, and I appreciate that. Everybody happens to be checking in. I really appreciate that. And it's just one thing that goes crazy with me here. I hope to go live video when I do this next podcast show. I'm still working on it. I promised you guys that a while ago. I'm very camera shy, but you'll see why. You are listening to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. We'll be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, we have arrived in Philadelphia. Local time is 3.05 p.m. and the temperature is 67 degrees. At this time, you are now free to use your cellular devices. You know that feeling when you get to turn your phone on after the plane lands? You can have that feeling every time you drive. Make sure your cell phone is stowed away whenever you are behind the wheel. Visit StopTextStopRex.org, a message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Hey, it's me, your cell phone. We need to talk about something, something serious. I know you love me. I know you like using me wherever you are, but I feel like this isn't working out when you're driving. I know you may think that it's possible to focus both on me and the road, but I just don't feel the same way. I think we should spend time away from each other when you're driving. It's for the best. Visit StopTextStopRex.org, a message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Honey, are you ready to go to the party? We're late. Uh, what? Yeah, don't worry. I'll, I'll be ready in five minutes, babe. Really? Can you get off the phone? I'm already ready. We're going to be late. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry. I'm almost done. Uh, we'll, let's go. Come on. Okay, honey. Let's go. Can you be ready next time? I feel like I'm always ragging on you to get ready for these types of parties. Yeah. Isn't the man supposed to be waiting on the lady yeah, anyway? I'm, I'm sorry, babe. I, I know I say this all the time, but I, I promise. Next time, I really, 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 really promise next time I'll be ready, and I'll be ready to go by the time you get home. Gosh. Oh, uh, let me see who that is. I'm waiting to see if my friend is actually going to be at this no. party. No! Leave your phone alone. You know that scared me last time. You nearly hit someone walking in a crosswalk. What? No, you're crazy. Look, what? I told you don't tell me what to do. I got this. Stop the car. Stop it now. I... I just can't be with someone who doesn't care about my life, not to mention their own. Wait, wait, come back. Uh, this, this isn't happening, is it? Now, back to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. All right, welcome back to DistractedDriversBusted.com podcast show. I'm your host, Howard Drescher, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com, and of course, now this podcast show. You can follow me on Facebook at DistractedDBTV at or, I'm sorry, on Twitter at DistractedDBTV, and on Facebook it's DistractedDB, and you can get the shows on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Google Podcasts. Just type in the keyword DistractedDB. And, of course, when it comes to wrong things, 
There's only one thing that we're going to talk about right now. And now it's time for the top story from the previous show. Turning now to our highways and the increasing number of wrongway crashes. There have been two in the last 24 hours, 12 hours apart. Overnight, a wrongway driver crashed head-on into another car on the 8 West. That's near the Hotel Circle area. At least two people were injured and taken to the hospital in that crash, but the extent of their injury is not yet known this evening. The CHP is investigating exactly what led up to that crash. Several lanes, though, on the westbound side of the freeway were shut down for several hours, but it was fully reopened about 6 o'clock this morning and today's crash happened 12 hours after a wrong way driver triggered a multi-car crash on the 5 freeway in Otay Mesa. We first told you about this crash last night on the Fox 5 News at 10. CHP tells us that a Honda Civic was traveling north on the 5 south near State Route 905 and that is when the driver crashed into a truck which then triggered five car other cars to crash seriously injuring one person. Now earlier this month Caltrans started rolling out new technology to try and count um, cut down on these wrongway crashes here in San Diego uh, using flashing LED wrongway signs. They were installed on exit ramps at 67 different locations throughout the county. And of course that's the top story from the previous week and I want to thank uh, Fox 5 San Diego for allowing me to use that sound. Again, you guys voted on this. I get the IMs and the DMs on, on my Facebook and my Twitter messages and stuff like that. You guys are telling me what should be the top story. Actually, I was kind of convinced it was going to be a different story, but I'm going to go with what you guys said and what you guys recommended to me, and I go with that. That was the top story from the previous show. All right, again, that was the top story from the previous show that came from Fox 5 down there in San Diego, and I appreciate them for allowing me to use the sound. Uh, okay, so let's turn our attention to the East Coast now just a little bit. Uh, ABC 7 New York. There is nothing more disturbing when you find that you are in a residential or, like in New York's case, a uh, business area where your cars are parked on the side of the road, and you end up getting out of your car and some jackass just comes through, not paying attention, somehow loses control of the vehicle and ends up killing a woman who was exiting her car. Now, several cars along the route here was hit. Matter of fact, it startled one good Samaritan who went over to help. Somehow, the driver lost control and ended up plowing into no less than 10 other cars. Here is a story, again, from uh, ABC7 in New York, and I appreciate them for allowing me to use the sound. A heartbreaking and deadly accident to tell you about in the Bronx. A young woman who had just parked her car and was walking to visit her parents, hit and killed by an out-of-control truck in the Soundview section. Karina Lopez, just 31 years old, with the grieving family. Here's Eyewitness News reporter Marcus Solis. I can't understand what, what was going through his mind, what... What was he doing? Like, why did you lose control of your car? Losing control almost seems like an understatement. It was a trail of destruction along Bronx River Avenue last night. Over a dozen vehicles smashed. Surveillance video shows how a moment of levity for one onlooker turns to horror the moment a pickup truck flies by, sideswiping parked cars. Up ahead, Karina Lopez had just parked her car when she was struck. 
Yamani Vasquez tried to help after narrowly being hit herself. She was moaning and I called 911. I think I was the first person to call 911. I kept everybody away from her because she needed her oxygen. The Dodge Ram spun around, ramming cars on both sides of the street. Lopez was rushed to St. Barnabas Hospital where she was pronounced dead. I saw a lady on the floor and I ran down to see, like, was she okay? And I was trying to, like, talk to her and I really couldn't hear her. The 31-year-old victim was a physical therapy aide and was on her way to visit her parents. Now they and her sisters, who say she was like a second mother to them, are in mourning. She was so young. She still had a lot of dreams. It's just not fair. The driver, 42-year-old Robert Johnson of Mount Vernon, is on parole and has an out-of-state warrant for his arrest. He's now charged with reckless driving and reckless endangerment. Additional charges are pending. Again, that story came from ABC7 New York. This is a bad guy. Why was he even driving? He had warrants for his arrest already, whether it's New York or other states. Other violations that obviously somebody should have been keeping a tab on him. Don't they have, uh, what are those guys called there when they, uh, you know, parole officers? Don't they have some kind of parole officer or somebody watching people like this? Uh, this young 31-year-old woman who lost her life just like that, just in a blink of an eye. And it's even in the show, my show opening, it talks about a blink of an eye. You blink your eye and your life could change dramatically. And yet it still happens day after day. And here I am talking about it day after day. I shouldn't be talking about stuff like this. I shouldn't be talking about it, but because of some lady that almost took my life from me, I decided I'm going to do something about it. And it might be my only outlet right now from losing it, knowing the fact that I could have been dead just like that. It's not fair to me. It's not fair to the victims. And it's definitely not fair to the family members of the victims. It's just not right. And this guy will end up going to spend some time in jail, and within moments, he'll be out. Within moments, I guarantee you, he's going to be out. Again, that story came from Fox. I'm sorry, that, that story came from ABC7 New York, and I get frustrated, and I lose control. I, lo I lose track of where I'm at, and I apologize for that. Anyways, let's move on to... Um, WXYZ Detroit. And here's a story that's kind of a feel-good story, but yet it is a bad story because after months and months of devastation where cars keep running into her house, the city of Detroit finally stepped up and tried to do something about it. A Detroit home with some really bad luck hit not once by a car, but twice in the same month. It's a story we first covered back in July. At the time, the homeowner told us that she was worried it would happen again. So 7 Action News reached out to the city on her behalf. And tonight, reporter Nana St. Chobonsu has the very latest. Less than two months ago, two cars crashed into this home here on McClellan on two separate occasions. The homeowner here says she was getting ready to leave, move out, but she no longer has to do that now that the city of Detroit has given her some kind of protection. 
After back-to-back -back car crashes, cars landing inside her home, and damage to her porch, good news came to Tiffany Marshall's front door. She got a knock from someone with the city of Detroit. Well, then I slammed the door. I went and ran to my family and said, they about to put up the guardrails. We were so happy. My mother had tears in her eyes because not everybody's sleeping a little better. They sleep better thanks to new guardrails that were installed by the city. Back in July, 7 Action News spoke with Tiffany after the second crash. I just heard a boom. She was pleading with the city to do something to keep neighbors on the streets safe. We need barons here to protect this, these residents. It's sad. It's too much going on here. After speaking with us, she made calls to leaders. We was contacting the mayor's office. Today, she says there's a sense of peace on her street after city crews inspected and installed the metal railing. We all protected that, and that's a good thing. The city says they also improved speed signage in the area. Now she's waiting on a construction company to rebuild her home after the car crashes destroyed her living room and part of her basement. Marshall has some advice for other homeowners who are looking for solutions in their neighborhoods. She says, speak up. Stay on it. You got to be on it. Because if they don't know what's going on in the neighborhood, how can they protect or do anything if they don't know what's going on? Now, the city wants to make it clear to residents that these guardrails won't just start popping up like you see with those speed bumps they're installing. These can only be put in on a case-by-case -case basis. I'm Nana Sancio Bonsu for 7 Action News. All right, and again, that story came from WXYZ-TV, WXYZ Detroit. You can follow them on Twitter that way. Uh, again, I appreciate them for allowing me to do the sound. And finally, finally some news, although it's still going to take about a, a month or so before she can actually get back into her house living comfortably because there's still damage to the uh, residents, and hopefully they get that all adjusted all right, you're listening to DistractedDriversBusted.com podcast show. When we come back, we got some bad dudes to look after. We're looking for them. The California Highway Patrol, the police officers, are looking for these guys. That and more when we come back. You're listening to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. We'll be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, we have arrived in Philadelphia. Local time is 3.05 p.m. and the temperature is 67 degrees. At this time, you are now free to use your cellular devices. You know that feeling when you get to turn your phone on after the plane lands? You can have that feeling every time you drive. Make sure your cell phone is stowed away whenever you are behind the wheel. Visit StopTextStopRex.org, a message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Text and catch the bus. Text and miss your stop. Wait, 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 wait. Text and be late to work. Sorry, I'm late. Text and work. Text and pretend to work. Text and act surprised when someone calls you out for not working. Who, me? Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. Uh. Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Uh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. 
Now, back to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. All right, welcome back to the DistractedDriversBusted.com podcast show. I am your host, Howard Drescher, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com. And, of course, now this podcast show. You can follow me on Twitter at DistractedDBTV, at DistractedDBTV. And, of course, on Facebook, it's DistractedDB. And you can get the shows on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Google Podcasts. Just type in the keyword DistractedDB. You can get this show as well as all my archived shows. All right, so a driver of a gray Honda who was described as a 56-year-old woman was pronounced dead at the scene of a at the scene by the Los Angeles Fire Department. Her male passenger was transported to a local hospital with moderate injuries. This according to the police. As the police are searching for the driver and the passenger of a Range Rover who fled the scene of a fatality accident in a hit-and-run crash. And this story here comes from KTLA Channel 5 here in Los Angeles, and I appreciate them for allowing me to use the sound. A driver drove right through the intersection of Nordoff and Havenhurst Avenue here in North Hills, killing one woman and injuring three other people. The driver and his passenger decided not to stay on the scene or call for help, instead running away. Now police release surveillance video hoping you can recognize the driver. Neighbors in this North Hills community were alarmed to hear what was going on outside their windows at 5.30 this morning. When we heard the crash, we got up and I said, oh, they crashed. We came out and the cars were already there. Martha and Esteban came out to find this black 2016 Range Rover with its grill smashed in, one woman dead in another car, and the driver nowhere to be found. My daughter saw them run off. I didn't see them. They already left by the time we came out. Surveillance video given to us by LAPD shows the Range Rover speeding north on Havenhurst Avenue, running the red light before crashing into a Toyota at the intersection. The Range Rover continued to barrel into two more cars before coming to a stop on Nordoff. The video shows two men get out of the car, the passenger limping away while the driver grabs items out of the back seat before running off, leaving behind a 56-year-old woman dead and three other people with minor to moderate injuries. The driver is described as a man standing 5'8 to 5'11, wearing a blue jacket, jeans with a white cap. The passenger, 6 feet tall, weighing 200 pounds, wearing a black track jacket, blue jeans, and black shoes. The intersection is back open this evening, but glass and oil are left behind from the crash. Martha and Esteban say they think police and the city can do more to help avoid crashes like this from happening again. Here at this corner, there are a lot of accidents. They should put cameras in the lights or come have police patrol. And now behind us this evening, people have been bringing candles to the intersection of Nordeth and Havenhurst where this accident happened. If you recognize the men in that surveillance video, get in contact with police. We have a direct number on our website, ktla.com. Reporting live in North Hills, Pedro Vera, KTLA 5 News. All right, again, that story came from KTLA Channel 5 here in Los Angeles, and I appreciate them for allowing me to use sound. Um, it was an intersection that they went through with red lights, and they barreled through that just like if nobody was there. I seen the video on KTLA Channel 5. Uh, you can go to ktla.com and get that uh, video, it's on there. All you gotta do is just type in the search bar 
um, you know, the North Hills hit and run crash, it'll pop up. Uh, I got to tell you, though, that this is very disturbing that these kinds of things happen. And yet the drivers end up leaving, walking away, running away, leaving uh, death and devastation for anybody who's left behind. And it's just to the point of it's just sheer lunacy how this continues to happen and whether or not our law enforcement agencies can do something about it. At least our uh, jurors, uh, you know, the courts, the jurisdictions, they need to do something about it. They need to step it up. They need to actually implement some stuff, put people away in jail, lock them up, let people know, hey, if you do this, this is the ultimate price you're going to pay. If you do this, you're going to spend some time in jail. You do this, you, you could be locked up for a long period of time. If you do this, you're going to be fined very heavy. That's where it's got to go. People have got to make a decision. Are we going to be animals or are we going to be good citizens and help one another in time of need? Now, don't tell me that there's not people out there that are good citizens. I know there is. And I know for a fact that there's good citizens out there because I see it. I see it in the second story that I had or in the first story I had coming from ABC7 New York. Good Samaritans went over to help that young 31-year-old woman who was struck and killed as she exited her car. Be a good citizen. Until next week. Remember, I don't want to die today. Do you? Don't let anybody take the sands of time within your own hourglass. Have a safe day.